Hello there. there. Welcome back to another episode of Star Wars in the Galaxy. Watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And today and... we are doing a special episode of Star Wars Opinions. The segment with takes hotter than Mustafar. And Absolutely. Opinions more unpopular than Princess Leia after people found out that she was Darth Vader's daughter in the New Republic. I'll work Absolutely. on that one. I'll work on that Ab one. Absolutely. This is Star Wars Opinions 3, if you remember. This is the third time we've done this as a special episode. This is just in between our seasons with the Bad Batch and Droids, which we'll cover next, of course. And yeah, this is Star Wars Opinions 3. We did the first one as like just kind of episode. The second one we did back then at Force Fest, which was very fun, where you got to hear some some other oh, opinions, yeah. different opinions, but we saw we'd return to it. It's also been one of our one quarter portion segments when we used to do that. Rip one yeah, quarter okay. portion. Rip one quarter portion. It's not dead. Like, like it might come back. I don't think ever, did we ever officially stop? We might come back. I don't know. No, we, no, we, 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 we didn't officially stop. We, we just, we just like forgot to. We were just like, this is superfluous and forgot. No, I, I mean, over yeah, over. yeah, 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 pretty much. Okay. Okay. So. Why don't you go first? Why don't you go first with your first opinion question? I'll answer it and then you will and then vice versa. The person who's not answering, asking the question will answer it first. And then the person who asks the question will answer it second. Why don't you go first with your first All question? Right. right. Yes, start things off with a, a, a it's a classic. It's a classic question. This is something that we discuss a lot in real life, you know, just between the two of us. I, I, I can't remember exactly when the last time we've discussed this on the pod is, but so much, so much has happened recently with Star Wars. So many new shows have come out that I, ju I just have to ask, what is your ranking of the Star Wars shows? The people uh, we're doing, know. we're doing this again. We're doing this again. We're starting it Here off with a bang. Go. Starting off with a bang. Yeah, I believe I posted this on Twitter many times. I feel like the moment of truth laid on me. All right. So here, so Jacob asked me about my ranking of the 11 Star Wars shows that have been released. Actually, they're they're not all 11. I'm not including Ewoks and Droids. I haven't seen them. We're watching Droids for IG and I plan to include Ewoks in our, in our rotation as well. We're not including the Lego stuff either. So the, so it's all the animated stuff, Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, and Bad Batch, and Tales of the Jedi, as well as the Legends Tartakovsky Clone Wars, as well as all the live action stuff, The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Andor. And here is my ranking. So no At number 11. Adventures, I take it? <laughs> what? No Freemaker Adventures, yeah. Oh, Roger's sad. Yeah. Number 11 is Tales of the Jedi. I love it, Tales of the Jedi so much. Something had to come in last. And literally my only complaint with this is how short it was. Like, it's genius. I love it. And me putting it last is literally because of how short it is. Same thing with number 10, which is Tartakovsky Clone Wars. Again, two hours long. Not much longer than than Tales of the Jedi. Nine is Visions. Don't get me wrong. Love Visions. Actually, I'll do my analysis after. And if you have any questions, yeah. But 11 Tales, 10 Tartakovsky Clone Wars, nine Visions. Eight, Andor. Seven, The Bad Batch. Six, Resistance. Five, The Mandalorian. Four, The Book of Boba Fett. Three, Star Wars Rebels. Two, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And one, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Ow. Okay, that, that, is, not, that is not the list I was expecting at all. No, I'm that sure it really wasn't. Not, that is really not what I was expecting. From Knowing you even, that's not... I know you always go against the grain, Eli, but even knowing you, 
that was not what I expected. What lifted Obi-Wan over Rebels? That is really surprising to me. Oh, Obi-Wan's just perfect. Obi-Wan Kenobi is just perfect. I like, 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 I honestly have so few complaints about that, that show. And I think it perfectly, like, like it had a, such high expectations for me to meet. Unfortunately, I don't try to have high expectations for Star Wars, but I couldn't deny it. And it exceeded them. Deborah Chow absolutely knocked it out of the park. Ewan did, you know, Moses Ingram did. Obviously, Hayden Christensen did. Vivian Lyra Blair, who just got announced today. We're recording this on the day where the first guest announcements for Celebration London have been made. And Vivian Lyra Blair has been announced to be going to London, which is fantastic. I hope many get to meet her because she was fantastic as as young Leia in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I, I have such a deep love for that miniseries because it does feel to me like the perfect episode three and a half yeah well, um, spot on yeah um, any any other any other questions for me on my list my list is pretty controversial oh gosh, i don't even know where to where to where to start to be honest i have so many i have so many questions Can- i'll say this eight through eleven is pretty set in stone one through three is pretty set in stone four through seven is the real parts of variance in my list like I think I like Book of Boba Fett better than The Mandalorian and Resistance and The Bad Batch, but season three of of, of Mandalorian can change some things. Season two of Bad Batch can change some things. All four of those, maybe less Book of Boba, but definitely Mandalorian, Resistance, and Bad Batch are pretty interchangeable for me. Yeah. So given... And, and, and let me explain something also. I love all 11 of these. It hurts to rank them. It hurts to have have to put like resistance so low or the bad batch so low or even like andor or visions so low. It hurts me. But you know, I love all of them in different ways and for different reasons. So this is not a I hate this one. There's really not a Star Wars show that I've hated so far. Fair enough. I mean fandom is pain as I don't think anyone has ever said. Maybe yeah. I'll say that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess no. This list, based on based on the conversations we've had, this is a this is a list that actually yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I know what I know what I know. What a lot of people are going to say. A lot of people are going to be shocked that I put Boa so high. And... I, I am surprised that you put Boba over uh, specifically over why over Mandalorian specifically, and, and, and just from your perspective, because I think that that Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett, I feel like, has been a bit more consistently good than The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has fantastic moments. I'm not a huge fan of the first season. There's stuff I love about the first season, but I'm not a, like, I'm I'm not, I I don't love the first season as much as I love several episodes in the second season. And then the second season is on and off for me. There are some episodes that I really adore, and there are some episodes that don't quite do it for me, even though I like things in them. But The Book of Boba Fett, I like pretty much everything. In that show, it's pretty consistent. It, it it is way more like season two of The Mandalorian than season one. So I feel like, in a weird way, that Mandalorian season one is kind of hurting the show, because I feel like it really took until season two to really get things going that really fascinated me. Mm, I see. Okay, and and the I know Resistance is a show that you um that that you praise praise very highly. I think you're the biggest Resistance fan I know. 
why the Mandalorian and Boba Fett over resistance in your book? Resistance, I still need to rewatch. And like, absolutely, it has some duller episodes that I'm not crazy about. But I actually switched resistance in the Bad Batch. That was the controversial change I was talking to you about when mm, okay. behind the scenes. I originally had Bad Batch above, and Bad Batch could still rise above. We don't know. Season two is not finished yet. Bad Batch actually has a, quite a bit of Mandalorian syn- syndrome, except for I like Bad Batch season one, I think, a lot more than Mando season one. But it's only mm. been one season. But I really feel like like a lot of good stuff's happening now in season two. Like I've been liking the direction they've been going a lot in season two. But Resistance for me is is like when it's good, it's really good. It like people need to stop underestimating the show. It did not get the time it needed. It should have had at least the third season to really. It should have had four. It needed four seasons, to be honest. Uh, like they cut it. They cut it so short. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. They, they, they wrapped up. They they wrapped. They wrapped up the character arc just fine, but to fit it into the larger galaxy, they needed an extra season. No, I really think they. It. I really think. To me, it really felt like a show where. It, it really felt. I don't know. I can't, you know, no one can say what happened behind the scenes, really. Except At least I don't know. But it really felt like a show that that was intended to to span more more time than it did. Yeah, absolutely. And I just it, 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 there's just there's just some really fantastic stuff in it. But let's let's hear your list. I'm very excited to hear your list. Not dreading it at all. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I'll read mine from bottom to top two. So in last place of my my personal preference of these these fine fine selection of Star Wars shows, in bottom I have Resistance, then Book of Boba Fett, then Star Wars Visions, then The Bad Batch, then Obi Wan, then The Mandalorian, and then in fourth place I have the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. In third place, I have Andor. In second place, I have The Clone Wars. And my personal favorite Star Wars show is still Star Wars Rebels. Wow, Rebels, I'm so baby. surprised. Hashtag shameless Rebels plug. You're not, yeah. you're not surprised at all. I'm not, I'm not surprised. You're not and, shocked and, at all. And Rebels is not, like, <laughs> Rebels is third on my list. It's just really, really solid. There's, there, I, I have nothing against it. I really don't. Like, all of them are great to me. Here's one I want to work. Why is Tartakovsky Clone Wars so high? Above the Very Mandalorian, above Obi Wan Kenobi, it's so high because it it doesn't really have to me. It doesn't really have any flaws. You know, it just sets out to do what it does, and it, it does that so perfectly, and it does that so delightfully, and it is just simply so enjoyable to watch that I really think it merits it merits that much esteem. It does exactly yeah, it does exactly what it needs to do and it 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 knocks it out of the park with its its art style, its form of storytelling, everything about that. It's 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 really great at what it does. There's nothing I, I there like there's no huge criticisms I can find to to level at it the, the way that I the way that I can when I think through the shows below it. And it's just it's 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 just that enjoyable. It's really, really enjoyable Star Wars for me. So yeah, that's why it's fourth in my list. Yeah, no, it's 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 great, and I have nothing against it. It's it's just interesting, and absolutely, length sometimes matters for me. I mean, obviously, you know, Kenobi is only six episodes, but I feel like you know, although Tales and and 
Tartakovsky are great, both are both great in my opinion. Like they 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 tell good stories, but like they're not TV stories exactly. Mm, yeah. For me, like they're just not long enough for TV stories. But but I I I don't I don't hate either of them. I think they're both fantastic, and I think the Sith Lord from Tales of the Jedi is fantastic and one of the best things to be released for Star Wars and. 2022 but yeah no your list is pretty much exactly where i thought it was gonna pretty much everything is where i thought it was gonna be the only surprise was tartakovsky clone wars and i guess maybe obi-wan kenobi although i i do know that you don't like that show as much as i do yeah i think some things that i can say to clarify obviously you know resistance i i understand that you know it is a show that is much more much more geared towards the children so you know now at the age that i am i know i am not i am not the target audience for that show and i do think that there is a lot to be said for you know you know evaluating a show and, and, and thinking about thinking about a story within the context of of what it was setting out to do obviously that being said i i just think i i just think it didn't really miss the mark you know the kazoo to the main character he just didn't really resonate with me he really he really just felt coming off the heels of rebels he just he just felt like ezra 2.0 the book of boba fett it had its moments it had its moments but i i just think overall it's the one show out of all the star wars shows that really makes me when i when i watch it it really makes me question why are they doing this and i i just found it meandering and i think that it had so much potential to really really delve to really, really delve into into Boba Fett as a character in a in a deep and meaningful way, but I think that it kind of skipped over a lot of the work that that it could have really done to to be excellent. Yeah, Mando, Mando and, and Obi Wan because I know I put Obi Wan below Mando. Yeah, I, I just think again Obi Wan, like the book of Boba Fett, to me, I just feel disappointed by what I feel is they. It felt like they aimed a little bit low, like they have these. These iconic characters, so much weight, so much emotion, so much history. And it just feels like with that, they just aimed a they just aimed a bit low, you know, just in terms of in terms of really, really kind of trying to uh, trying to delve deep and do some do some character work to do something that hasn't been done before. And then, you know, top of my list, you know, I've I will sing Andor's praises all day. I will sing the Clone Wars praises all day. I'll sing Rebels praises 365 days a year, 366 days if it's a leap year. Not much more to say there, to be honest. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I want to redress one of mine, which it, which I'm not really su surprised where it is on your list. But I think people should hear my thing take on this because I think it also would surprise some people. I want to talk about Andor for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You put Andor. And, uh, yeah. 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 Andor, there's a lot of great stuff in Andor, but frankly, it's the first Star Wars show I feel like in a while that really was just not for me. Now, here's the thing. Do I hate it? 100% no. I like it quite a bit, but it's not the kind of Star Wars I gravitate towards. The, the, the boots on the ground, rebellion, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's just not my thing. That's not why I'm into Star Wars. I like it. It makes a good story, but, and, but I think that the, but just for me, it's just not what I look for in a Star Wars story. 
I also don't think it, this is just my opinion. I don't think the season is very rewatchable. I have no desire to watch rewatch any of that season other than the Narkina five arc. Yeah, I just fair don't. enough. Fair enough. That's that's funny because I I I I always kind of I don't know in the I always have a hot take in the chamber and 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 one of those that I was kind of turning over in my mind was making some statement about like how much money I'd pay or what I'd give up to to see Endor again for the first time. So I guess we fall on the opposite end of yeah. the and, of the, and end I of know the spectrum. And I know um, a but, lot of people like Andor, and I'm not saying anything negative about them. I'm also not. I, I'm also not excluding the idea that part of the reason why Andor ranks so low, so low for me, is because of the impact of the Andor discourse, which even for Star Wars Online discourse was really, really bad. Why would you let? Why, but why would you let discourse impact how you personally? I I I don't think I do. Experience the show. Here's the thing. I don't think I, it's, it's not a conscious thing. I don't like oh, choose oh, not see. to okay, like it, yeah. but I think, I think maybe it got a little bit in my head. Mm, I see. And very much because everybody was, was talking about it as if it was the second coming of Christ in star Wars. I believe um, that it is personally. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I mean, really, it's not that everybody was talking about it. Like it was the second coming of Christ. It was like, Oh, Andor is fantastic is so fantastic and look at the all these trash shows that it's replacing and you just don't need to do that you don't need to to praise one thing to put just to put another down that's just not very nice and that's not not very inclusive in in the space and i i it, it, they were using it to take shots at book and obi-wan kenobi and sometimes even the mandalorian and i think it and i think i i all that kind of it didn't help with Andor. Again, I I liked it. I love it for what it is. I, I I'm trying not to let it impact me, but you know. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. How Anything many questions are we through? On? How many questions are we through? Like that's like three or four, right? Oh no, one. Yeah, I think we're done for the night. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> okay. Well, that I mean that one that that's that's one that's going to take a that, long time. That, I, don't that, think I was going to say that's gonna, a long one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that is a that my is a first long question. One. My first question, which you should have seen coming, and anybody here should have seen coming. We got to I you know you were asking me about the years past, and now I want to talk ask you about the year ahead. What is your most anticipated Star Wars project that is releasing in the year twenty twenty Oh, that's a tough one. So, okay, let's run down. So we've got we've got Mando season three. Well, first of all, we have Bad Batch. We have the ba- I know we have the Bad Batch. Bad Batch season two. Yeah. We have Mando. Have, season have you three. seen? Have have you? How much have you seen of season two? Um, I'm I'm not fully I'm not fully caught up. I think I I've watched all but the most recent. Okay, so you've watched uh, the first three. Right now. I know. I'm really bad about I'm really bad about watching 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 Star Wars as soon as it comes out for some reason. I don't know why. I always kind of, I, I always kind of wait and try and find the perfect moment to, to the, watch the, it. The fourth one the is, is just a fun. Comes. The 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 fourth one isn't very very plot heavy. It's it's just it's just really just a bunch of fun. It's basically the entire premise of the episode is pod racing. But what if it was like fifty percent more dangerous? Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> Looking forward to that indeed. So let's see. We've got Mandalorian season three. We've got Book of Boba Fett. We've well, got no. Ahsoka. Wait. 
Wait. Sorry, not Book of Boba Fett, The Bad Batch. The other yeah, show with a bunch of B, yeah. B words in the title. Yeah, we got Ahsoka. Um, well, you forgot about one. What else What else am I missing here? Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. And and probably Skeleton Crew as well this year. Skeleton Crew as well. As, 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 well as, as well as publishing releases, which I know you're not caught up with it and I'm not, i don't I'm not blame as you caught up unfortunately because i'm yeah. not either so but like ta the higher public phase two is finishing this year and the higher republic phase three is beginning in november i believe it is they're um, just cranking those things out my word really are it's it's friend it's there is incredible bevy of, yeah bevy yeah but work. what what's uh, out of those what's your most oh vision season two obviously that, that i i keep forgetting that one vision season two in i think like april or may I'm going to go with the Mandalorian season three, because when the Mandalorian started, you know, it was kind of standing alone. And now so many things have, have sprung out of the Mandalorian that we're now talking about the Mandoverse. So I'm really yeah. interested to see what they're going to do when we bring it back to the main to, show, to the main show. Two years after season two releases. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. The trailer, the trailer got me very excited. I think, I think delving more into like, mandalorian culture and, and 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 bringing some of that lore on screen and you know there's so much mandalorian lore in the clone wars and also in legends i think it's really interesting it's going to be really interesting to see how you, you know john favreau and, and and dave filoni and everyone else is kind of involved in the mandalorian and the, the mandovers how they kind of how they choose to bring that in and, and how they interpret it and what they do with that, I think is going to be really, really fascinating. And I, I, I'm not sure I'm not convinced I'm going to love it. I'm keeping an open mind, but regardless, I'm, 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 I'm just intrigued. Yeah. No, I, I think the Mandalorian season three is going to be such a fun ride and I'm very excited for it to be based off the trailer. I mean, I'd be excited even if, if there was no trailer, but for me, it, it comes down to Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka, I don't think people are ready for Ahsoka. I think the people, I think Ahsoka is going to be very niche. I think the people who are going to love it are going to really love it. And I think the people who are going, who are going to dislike it are going to really hate it. Um, yeah, I'm, and, I'm still, sorry, go ahead. And, 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 and I think that I'm, I'm hoping that people will be respectful about that. I, I, I really like, I, I'm ready for Ahsoka to rock my world. I'm ready for those characters, the continuations of Ahsoka and Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn and Harrison Dula and Sabine Wren. And I understand there's there there will probably be some controversy because, you know, they're not going to translate directly from animation to live action and blah, blah, blah. But I think that if you keep an open mind, if people keep an open mind, I think... Ahsoka has the potential to really, and I, I say this knowing nothing about it, knock your socks off. I really do. I think that it's going to, I think this is something that Dave's always wanted to do. And it's fantastic that he gets to do it now. Yeah, I think the Ahsoka show, I think the Ahsoka show is going to be, is, is going to be really interesting no matter what. I, I am still kind of, I'm I'm still kind of upset or or confused about you know Ahsoka's portrayal and and how that's translated into live action. But yeah, I'm I'm ready for the show. I'm ready to see what they. I'm ready to see what they're gonna what they're gonna do with it. How they're gonna how they're gonna make it work. So yeah, I'm 
I think it's going to be really interesting. I've said yeah, the word interesting way too many times now. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. I, 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 th I think I think twenty twenty three is going to have a little something for everybody, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah, we're getting into the golden some like really golden years for Star Wars. I think twenty twenty two started it, and twenty twenty three I think is it has the potential to be a better year for Star Wars than twenty twenty two, which is really saying something. Really, I mean, I mean, or at least like release more Star Wars than twenty twenty two, which is also really saying something. Yeah, I think some people will, will prefer twenty twenty two's content over twenty twenty three. I think some people were. Will will prefer twenty three is over twenty two. I I it's just really gonna have to. Like, I'm saying it has a potential. I don't. I'm not saying it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Who, uh, whose question is it? That would be you. Number two. Yeah. Anything Star Wars. Pick anything Star Wars you want. You get to experience it again for the first time. First time. Okay. Yeah. What would you pick? Anything Star Wars related, video game, I... movie, TV show, book, experience—you name it. Hmm. I had a gut answer, but I, I'm trying to think if there's any better ideas. I think. I think for me, you know, I, I I know there are a lot of people who can't stand familiar characters appearing in live action as it as oft has been done very recently. But I think for me, I think it would be the Mandalorian season two. The first episode, I remember like all these rumors were circulating. We didn't know what was true. We didn't know what it was. And and then he walks into, into Mos Pelago and and the, and the, and the, and then Timothy Oliphant comes to the bar and he says, "Hi, my name is Cobb Vanth," and I'm like, "No fucking way! They actually, they actually did it. They actually got Cobb Vanth in the Mandalorian." And where did and Cobb Vanth show up originally? In the aftermath books. Oh right, okay. And 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 I didn't really I I read them, but like I I knew what a huge milestone this was. And then, you know, and, and then I see a familiar helmet in the third episode. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Katie Sackhoff playing Bo-Katan Christ in live action. Holy cow. That is monumental. And then she drops the the Ahsoka Tano name. I'm like, oh, my God, we're actually doing this. We're going to see Ahsoka Tano in live action. And then it drops. And then we see Rosario as Ahsoka in live action. And it's I just I still love that episode. It's beautiful. And then she drops the name. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my God, we are going to see the continuation of the Rebels story in live action. And then at the very end of the episode, when I was the the season, when I was convinced nothing else was going to happen. Oh, by the way, remember they reintroduced Boba Fett and made me like Boba Fett, something I never thought would happen. And then at the end of the the season, they brought Luke Mother fucking skywalker jedi knight to show him at the height of his power before he lost it all and became a reclusive hermit which is something i love for the character but i also want to see him as luke skywalker jedi master hero of the galaxy i'm like no fucking way Did they, pull, they pulled out everything they pulled out two. everything for like for when you say two. it back like that they pulled yeah. out everything
yeah and, and not even just like the characters appearing but the things they did like the way Bo and Din and Cosca Reeves and Axe Woes brought down that cruiser in that episode that was that's a freaking amazing action sequence um Ahsoka talking with Grogu in and explaining basically Grogu's whole backstory in the Jedi is fantastic the entire Boba Fett action sequence in the tragedy is unforgettable and I think maybe Robert Rodriguez's best work in Star Wars period and then and 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 then you know Luke coming in saving the day being you know the hero we all know he is and then you know of course we get to see a different side of him in book but you know it's it's they're they're it's they're not put in just so they can put them in they're put in to create all-time Star Wars moments What I pick, yeah, I have to answer you... this too. This is this is very difficult. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. I, I yeah, thought I you always... said Andor earlier. Well, I I said I would pay money. I said I would I would sacrifice things to 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 re- to see Andor again for the first time, and I I would do this. But I also do say that you know, for the emphasis, you know, for the for the hot take, for the splash that you need to have sometimes. <sighs> When it really comes down to it, I'm gonna go with Star Wars Rebels. I think. Wow, such I'm a go bold Star pick. Wars. I know, such a such a bold choice. Never saw that coming. Eli, daring today, never, aren't never we? Never saw that coming. I know, so daring, so experimental, so bold. <laughs> but Rebels which season? To me, which season? Oh, I oh, you're gonna pick a season. Okay, yeah, yeah I can't get. I picked a season. <laughs> I'm going to go with, oh gosh, now I'm trying to, I'm, oh gosh, I got to think back in between the seasons. I, yeah, I'm going to go, oh gosh, there are two seasons that I'm, I'm torn in between here. Yeah, I am going one. to go, pardon? Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm torn between season two and, and season three. I'm going to go with season three. Rebels season season three, three of Star Wars Rebels, because yeah. Solid choice. This was... You know, Rebels was such a such an important show to me. You know, it just... It perfectly coincided. Or I guess my age, you know, as I was growing up, perfectly coincided to watching Rebels for the first time. And, you know, it's a show that can kind of grow from year to year, you know, with, with the audience. This show just perfectly kind of brought me into Star Wars fandom, wider Star Wars fandom. You know, I've been a Star Wars fan for a long time before then, you know, I was all over the books. I'd, I'd, I'd seen the movies, but I had never really followed along and, you know, seen it seen star wars seen a show as it was coming out and and it was such it was such an incredible experience and and season three i think in so many ways was the crescendo of rebels as 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 great as season four was i still think it's season three in many ways just so many 
just too many incredible moments to count every single episode just left me on the edge of my seat i was just absolutely thrilled every week tuning back in i mean that it it, it rebels was my watching rebels for the first time that was my quintessential star wars experience that was what really really brought me in and kind of kind of sealed the deal on star wars for me you know for it being so far a, a, a lifelong passion Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Anything else for that? Or should I go on to my No, second apologies question? for the long rant. rant. Don't worry about Let's hear it. your second question. Well, we're currently in a season of Star Wars television right now. The Bad Batch is releasing every week. And, you know, not every... I'm, I'm, I want to make it clear it's all about what's best for the story. But just for fun, what character or group or setting that makes sense in the timeline should the Bad Batch run into in an episode of season two? Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Now my my knee jerk response is a rocket a prime, of course. Really? You want them to, to explore some ancient civilizations? You want them to go to Rock and a Prime? No, I think that uh, on a serious note, what would what I'm would fit? literally, legitimately, your joke answer was actually interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I I I I think that's I a partially. dig, I dig your, I, I dig them going to Rock and a Prime and seeing the invasion, because we know it happened, because Luthen says it when he gives the crystal to, the Kyra crystal to, uh, Cassian in I think it's the third episode of Andor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw it. Racket of Prime. I would love to see it. I think it kind of fits in with that that background, the kind of the background narrative that they're weaving through, you know, with the cloning and the the you know the strange arcane force cloning related technologies that they're kind of hinting at in the Bad Batch. And you know, they're they're weaving it, they wove it into the Mandalorian a little bit and You know, I think obviously it's 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 leading back towards the rise of Sky. I assume it's leading back towards the rise of Skywalker, and I think that you know, bringing in the ancient civilizations, the Rakatans, everything that that they did, and and let what we know, what we the story that we know in Legends, how will that translate into the new canon? I think that could be really cool. Absolutely. I think, I think I, 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 I dig adventure stuff like that. And you know, knowing the Bad Batch, like they, they would end up there. Uh, of They course would they end would. up Yeah. there. Of, of, of freaking course they would. The, I was thinking about this earlier today and I, the, the answer I came up with, which this would be a really crazy story. And if they did it would be so absolutely nuts. Is that the batch crash lands on the planet Dathomir. The planet They, Dathomir. Oh, wait for oh, the it. post, post Okay. Clone Wars Dathomir. Oh boy. Well, well, Oh wait, boy. Oh wait, boy. Oh boy. here we go. And then they run into this Jedi who's also been, who's also been, who, who, who's been marooned there for some time. And his name is Terran Malikos. Oh gosh. Um, and, Oh wow. and, and Malikos seems all right, but he's developed like, like he has some dark flashes and it seems like the atmosphere, the dark atmosphere of the planet is affecting him a little bit. Because remember, this is before Fallen Order, where he was completely overtaken by the darkness of Dathomir. So we see a little bit of what Malakos was like before he was consumed by the darkness on Dath Dathomir. Of course, they escape, but it, it's like a it's it's like I, I I'm picturing that episode of like them being like, okay, should we trust this guy or should we not? I mean, he was a Jedi, but like this planet's not really making him right. Maybe Marin can show up. Yeah, complete Fallen Order tie-in story.
yeah that could be really that could be really cool you know dathomir you know ever like dathomir after you know post post night sister domination post post you know the the massacre yeah it would be it would it would be so cool to see that's a that's a really good answer and and you know we have seen it in rebels but and in fallen order of course yeah but yeah but but we can see it more yeah absolutely that that was the answer that popped in my head that's the answer i'm sticking with number three question number three oh i'm up what recent star wars project do you think will age like fine wine what recent star wars project do you think is going to improve the most with age with context with scaffolding how far back are we going how far back is recent we can we could stretch that because i want an interest we can stretch we can we can stretch it as far as you think necessary i want to hear what you think okay i i think that with time i think that with distance i think the sequel trilogy is going to get a lot better in people's minds i think as the the kids who grew up with the sequels come out of the, the woodwork and i think that as people stop really caring about the behind the scenes drama, not that it's not important, but it that it is kind of a different story altogether than the actual story of the trilogy itself. I, I think people are going to stop like, I, I think people are, there's not going to be as much vitriol for all of the chapters, but specifically I'm thinking of the rise of Skywalker. The last Jedi is, is, is absolutely divisive. And that's, um, there's no doubt about that, but it, but I, and I think that people, I think that people are going to ease up on the last Jedi, but I really hope that people also ease up on rise because there's just some great star Wars moments in there. And I think it's a shame that people are, you know, you, you know, it gets wrapped up in like, Oh, how short it took to, you know, it, how, how, how rushed it was and how like with the Trevorrow drama and all that kind of stuff and with the JJ stuff. And I, I, I really do think that, I, I really do think that people are going to start appreciating. I'm not saying like soon. I'm just saying like I I I I I'm hoping in like ten years that people will have calmed down a little bit about it. No, yeah, I definitely think that 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 some that 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 is on the horizon. I think I think that. A lot of the the intense, like a lot of the intense anger that uh, that people feel, so that some people feel about the sequels, is going to kind of, you know, it's just going to become, it's going to become noise. It's going to become, you know, just just part of the background noise. You know, part of the tapestry of what everyone's always all then the different things that people are saying and thinking. Oh, uh oh, I've I've summoned Alden. You've so, you've I've, summoned, I've you've summoned, summoned the iconoclast <laughs> to our uh oh yeah I'm pretty sure he's still still angry at me after Chungus lost so yeah those those trivia those trivia nights get a pretty yeah I think I think that uh, it's gonna become I think the tone is is gonna become more one of you know ambivalence I think just as there, there's only so long that the the people who really really dislike them can can still kind of say the same things over and over again so i don't know we'll we'll see yeah we'll see what happens what what do you what do you think is going to end wait 
Can I guess? You can guess, but I haven't, I haven't actually decided yet. So oh, actually, so tell me when you've decided and then I'll guess. Yeah. I'm going to try and shoot for something a little like in the more recent, in the most recent wave. Okay. I was going to say, cause content, I, because I was thinking from like bit. the, from since the Disney purchase and I thought you were going to say, you know, there's this show called star Wars rebels. That would be such a, that would be such a cop out because the way that that <laughs> show is talked about and the recognition that that show gets has already in in my experience, at least from what I've seen, it's already changed. Yeah, it's drastically improved. It's drastically, since, drastically improved. Not even since the show aired, but since it concluded. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Maybe everyone did like a, a rewatch of it in twenty twenty or something. I don't know. That's that's kind of how it feels. I know, I know. I sure did. Maybe more than one. Who know? Who's counting? Who's counting? I definitely don't watch. Rebel is an embarrassing amount. I actually don't have to watch it in a while. I am going to go... I'm going to go with The Bad Batch. I'm yeah, go with I, the think, bad batch. I think, I think The Bad Batch one, will end age well, yes. We've already kind of discussed this, and I think we, we, we've we already, I guess... Maybe, maybe, I guess this is a little bit of a weak answer because we've already kind of seen it demonstrated how, you know, Andor Season 1, you know, when we were you know, discussing The Bad Batch... Just the other, just the other week in our retrospective on season one, it already has kind of taken on a bit more weight because we have another perspective. We have that kind of on the ground, unique perspective that Andor brings, where it really delves into living under the Empire from an ordinary person's perspective in a really, really raw way. And that already kind of lends more gravity to everything that's kind of discussed, shown, you know, hinted at in, in The Bad Batch when that show kind of kind of begs the question a lot of the time, like, what does the galaxy lose when a dictatorship takes over? And what does any society lose when they succumb to authoritarianism? So yeah, I think absolutely. that as, as Andor... As Andor continues, as as any any other number of projects continue, I think that that context is just going to get stronger and and more compelling. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that the Bad Batch is going to age very well. I think after we really see its true purpose in as a show, because I don't really think we have it right now. I think it's going to age very very well. I already think season two is is a is is doing some really fantastic things, and I'm enjoying it immensely so far all right is it your uh, your turn i guess it is yeah so this is about star wars celebration as we know that star wars celebration is going to be in a few months in london we wish all of our listeners and friends in the space well as they go we are not going to be attending because we can't make it out to london that's just a long way from us i've tried (laughs) yeah i've tried to pledge for myself that i'm gonna try and go to every celebration that's within the continental united states well, that is a uh, big, uh, in the future that is a big and, and then of course after i do that they plan the first one the, the next one in england uh, because of course no but i'm but uh, but but seriously yeah and and if you don't know this 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 show very much is los angeles based we're in the la area and so and i was a pretty easy journey for us so i'm excluding that from this question if you could if you had to choose where would star wars celebration 2024 b gosh where would it be 
I don't, gosh, I, I don't know enough behind the scenes. I don't know enough behind the scenes Star Wars trivia. I don't have enough knowledge in that arena to give like a really good informed it's, answer. It's really just place that would be really interesting. It's really just cities. It's really oh just like, like, like think of a city, like they have to have a convention center that'll be big enough to, to, to hold, you know, that. And that's really it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of a place that they haven't done it that's you know significant. Yeah, and it can be a place they have. I'm just just exclude LA because that feel or or like our immediate area just because that seems kind of like a cop out. You want me to read you the places that it is has been in the past? No, that's a, that's okay. I have a pretty good, I have a pretty good gist. I'm actually just curious, honestly. You know, I have an answer. Maybe a bit of a hot take, slightly out of left field, but I think we could have a Star Wars celebration in Tunis, Tunisia, because so much of Tatooine was shot in Tunisia, and Tatooine, I feel like is kind of the symbolic center and birthplace of the Star Wars story. You know, Do the they have Skywalker a convention homestead, center? Anakin, Luke. Tunis yeah. is a is a is a city of around yeah. six hundred thousand people. I just Googled that. So I'm assuming they've got something. I, I'm I'm I don't know. I think that might be a bit too small for a I don't know, but but just you don't know. don't tell Anakin. Don't tell Anakin. Don't tell Anakin. <laughs> yeah. No, I was don't I was thinking Hayden. more I was thinking more mainline like United States cities for me at, because I'm I actually want to like no offense but like I actually want to go to this one. I was thinking like like I, and I was thinking like where a lot of our friends in the community lived and all that kind of stuff. A lot of places I was thinking on the east coast of the United States. I think a Star Wars celebration Boston would be really interesting. Star Wars celebration Boston. You know what? You know what? As someone who I, I go to look, I go to college in New England. I go to college in the northeastern United States. So, yes, I would fully throw my weight behind a Star Wars celebration in Boston. Yeah. And then I, I was would, thinking, I would fully yeah. support that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. The, the, another idea, and I know this would be great because I know some people in the fandom who live near here, I think Star Wars celebration Philadelphia would be really interesting. Yeah. Philadelphia. Philadelphia's a great city. Yeah. I haven't been there I've been there too much, but I've I've explored yeah. it a bit. It's a yeah. It could it can be a fun place. Yeah. 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 They've they've Shout they've done it. They've done it in like like I'm I I'm trying to I was trying to think of like because they've done it in Chicago a bunch. I think they've done it in Chicago once or twice. I forget. They've done it in Orlando if they follow the pattern that they're doing because um they did because before the pandemic started they did in 2015 they did the the convention in anaheim and then they did it in london at the exact same place and now for 2022 they did their first celebration back in anaheim and then in london again so if they follow the same pattern the next one should be in orlando i guess so. uh, i mean orlando is a i mean orlando is a classic classic convention place Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. I mean, it's the Anaheim of the East Coast. I say that oh, as yeah. a West Coaster, but really Anaheim 
is the Orlando of the East Coast, if we're being, or, or Anaheim oh, the, is the Orlando, the Orlando of, the of the West Coast, Coast. if we're yeah. being honest, yeah. if we're being honest with ourselves. They're both near Disney theme parks, you know, it's not exactly a surprise that, you We've know. got the original. I will, yeah. I will, I will defend Disney oh, absolutely. as I, the superior I, I, theme park to the I death. will too. I, I was do not just, care. I was just there about a week ago. It's Going been, full it's California mode. Yeah, it it was fantastic. I will I will absolutely defend it. I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying it's not really surprising why Disney wants them in those two cities specifically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, what what's your what's your fourth question? My fourth question: What Star Wars character would win a straight up lightsaber dueling tournament? Good old fashioned saber dueling. No crazy force powers. You can use the force to, you know, you know, like force assisted jump, strength, stamina, things like that. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. No thought bombs, no crazy arcane powers, no pulling star destroyers out of the sky to throw on top of your opponent. But you like, know, you but know like, what I mean. But like to be clear, like force push is TK is telekinesis allowed? Yeah, sure. Anything that's like and like lightning what about lightning yeah lightning sure anything that's reasonably dueling allowed okay reasonably dueling related so no large scale force abilities but small scale force abilities yeah small scale you know push pull of of all of the forces we know about flipping off the walls anyone you know in canon who do you think would win i mean it's hard for me to not pick palpatine or Yoda, Palpatine or Yoda are the two options that that are that are from that that I'm thinking right now. Just if it if it's everybody against one another, no allying, no teaming, no anything. I think also we're not exactly sure of how powerful he was, but I I really do believe that by the time of the sequel trilogy, even though he had cut him, like by the time he had returned himself to the Force, Luke Skywalker was ludicrously powerful, like yeah, ludicrously someone... powerful. There is one person that I'm I'm really surprised you're not. Who 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 are you really surprised I'm not? Count Dooku. I'm Dooku's I used I, to be the biggest Count Dooku I, I, I am, agenda. I am. I, I think know. he's a fantastic lightsaber <laughs> duelist. I, I really I really do. I think on pure dueling skill alone, I think he's like a top contender. But just but when you put force stuff in, there's no way he's getting past Palpatine or Yoda. Or Luke. And like people like Mace Windu or Darth Vader or Rey or Kylo Ren would give him a lot of trouble. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think, I mean, I think he would put up a really good fight, you know, just his, oh, absolutely. his combination of his ability to use force powers, his mastery of form two Makashi. Who who whoever whoever wins this is not gonna be like it's it's gonna it's gonna be like no one's gonna win this easily, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, 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 and I think Dooku would be one of the last few people to go down. But I think that, that Palpatine or Yoda, just really depending on the day, honestly, are just too, too powerful. Yeah. There are debates. I know there are a lot of debates between people on who was more powerful, Palpatine or Yoda. I personally think it's Yoda. That's my own bias. But that's why I'm saying Palpatine or Yoda, because I, because, because if I say Yoda definitively, people are going to be like, well, you're biased towards Yoda, which is not wrong. Because I do love that character. Yeah. But love Yoda. 
but but yeah, I think it's Palpatine, Yoda, or or maybe Luke, just depending on how really powerful he was in TLJ. Yeah. It. it yeah. Uh, TLJ Luke, I'm not sure. I feel like just in, just the physicality aspect of it. He seemed. I don't know. Well, he, I don't well, know. well. Of the other two candidates, he's facing an older man and an even older man. So, yeah, but I mean, to Yoda is a <laughs> Yoda is an old man in the sense of he also can do quadruple seven twenty triple axle backflips across the wall. You know, and so can Palpatine. And by <laughs> and the so, way, yeah, I'm Palpatine pretty sure, can do the, the barrel sure, roll of death. I'm sure so could Luke There's if he wanted well. to. Yeah, yeah, he probably could, knowing him. Yeah, I'm in with Mace Windu, though. My, yeah. my pick is Mace Windu. I, I think just his, I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm fascinated by by the concept of, you know, his kind of personal personal form of Vapod. I think that the, the combination of light side and dark and the, the concept of the, the superconducting loop and of the furnace that he kind of creates within himself metaphorically he talks about he talks about this a bit in the, the book the jedi path i'm really now fascinated legends, by that yeah. idea. oh now legends yes yeah rip but, amazing but, book still amazing book yeah regardless but i think details well of it are still canon yeah like i know and, yeah. uh, but, canon but, legends but, who cares at the end of the day like yeah, yeah. it's but, all star wars it can I, all be I'm, enjoyed i'm I was specifically talking about canon. If we put in legend stuff, then I'm then then it's a completely different question for me. Yeah, but Mace Windu's Vapod, it is still canon regardless. Yeah. yeah, I think that he has the combination, the form matches up well against anybody. The speed, the precision, the strength, his physicality, his command of the force. I think he just has, in a dueling in a lightsaber duel focused setting where it all revolves around lightsaber dueling and we're limiting force powers to those directly involved with dueling i think mace windu is taking all comers uh, i i i i think that for for me i think that that I, i'm not convinced that mace wins but i think that he is one of the final few people in there at least he he's he is absolutely to be feared and he is absolutely one of the greatest most powerful warriors of his time 100 percent. plus he gets um, style points for his purple lightsaber yeah um, yeah absolutely yeah and i'm um, not sure if i guess this is not not very much not canon but he does have bmf you know standing for yeah you know sam jackson's catchphrase engraved on the 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 gold-plated handle of his purple lightsaber what other jedi do you know have a has a a gold-plated purple lightsaber. Call me back yeah. when you find another one. That's why Mace Windu yeah. is my pick, if I'm being honest here. It's all about the style points. It's all about the style? It's not actually all about the style points, but it is all about the yeah, style okay. points. I was going to say, because, like, you know, <laughs> he's actually got to be pretty powerful. Too. I mean, he is. Yeah. Like, you know, is he powerful because of the style? Yeah. Or is the style um, powerful because of him? Because of him, yeah. He um, makes okay. the style. <laughs> Fourth question for me. I forgot about this earlier, and I feel embarrassed every time I forget about this because it's. I'm really excited for it. I want to go with. I'm. 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 Let's talk more about visions. What do you want to see in the second season of visions? Mm. I want to see. Oh gosh. I. To be honest, like I can't. Visions is such a is a, as a show. It's so out there. You know, it's eclectic. Each episode is something different. It's so 
different from any other Star Wars show if you just think about what it sets out to do. For first of all, the fact that it's not even like really part of the continuity. I I really think I can't ask for it to do anything except just more of the same, you know? Like how many yeah. how many different ways can we kind of take the Star Wars universe? you know, shuffle it around, stylize it, put it through someone yeah. else's, put it through someone, not someone else, because Star Wars isn't one, one person's artistic vision anyway, but put it through the lens of another person's artistic vision, you know, how many yeah. different ways can we do that and how much can we get out of that? I, I don't think I can ask for too much more than that. Yeah, I, I think what I'm going to say is, is, is definitely, I think is going to happen and I'm really excited about this. Because visions, I, because visions is season two is going to be nine short films, but only one of them is going to be made in Japan. They're taking it global. I'm not sure how many people knew this. It's, I knew they were taking it global. I didn't know that it was primarily not Japanese animation anymore. I mean, I don't know that, but it looks like it because there are nine countries listed and nine short films. So, 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 like, but like, I'm really excited because we got such a like such a very like. Star Wars imbued with Japanese culture. I'm really excited to see how other cultures view Star Wars because we've been viewed we've been viewing Star Wars for 40 years through a very American and British lens. And not that that's bad, but but how does Spain view Star Wars? There's an animation studio in Spain doing Visions. How does how, how what's what's Chilean Star Wars like? What's South African Star Wars like? What's Indian Star Wars like? you know what what how how i really hope they 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 imbue some stuff from their cultures because you know as i i just think it i i just think it's it's great for star wars as a brand to be so inclusive and i and i and i and i like seeing like this this is the diversity that star wars desperately needs all of these new voices looking at star wars and 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 interpreting through their own various visions pun intended and i'm just really excited about that yeah i think that you're absolutely right i think this is what the essence of star wars i think is you know everyone kind of bringing their own passion and creativity to it if you just look at the way that Star Wars has kind of flourished, the way that it has, you know, been carried forward through the generations is because of everyone who embraces it, particularly the fans. And I think that seeing a project like this, where it specifically kind of, it specifically goes for a very, you know, eclectic an eclectic approach of, of of so many different perspectives rather than kind of one cohesive artistic vision i think that is that is star wars that's the essence of star wars to me oh absolutely what was i gonna say what's your what's what's question number five for you question number five for me is uh, i guess i don't know i don't know exactly how to word this but new show new movie your choice what time do you set it in what would you make it about what would you want to see uh, if you had we go. if you had free reign 
I, I'm pretty sure we've done this before, but it's nice doing it in different points of time to do this. I'm still going to go with this. I want a mini series called Episode Zero, and it's about the politics and the Jedi's role in the galaxy and all that kind of stuff leading up to Episode One. How did Not the galaxy that out? How did the galaxy get to the place it got to so that Episode One could happen? Like kind of um, bridging the gap in between the High Republic. And yeah, yeah, the and like, like of the Republic, kind of. Yeah, and and High Republic has been doing a great job of showing like the the gradual fall of the Jedi. And I'm not saying that I want any replacement to that. I'm saying literally a year before, like what 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 were Qui Gon and Obi Wan up to? What was Palpatine doing to further his plans before he pulled the big Trade Federation blockade? What were the Jedi Council up to? You know, they were at peace, but like they weren't doing nothing. What missions were they on in the galaxy? What was Valorum doing? How was Valorum as a as a as a chancellor before the Naboo crisis? It sounds like pretty shit, but like you know, we don't actually know. You know, oh, and and even like and even like this is another one because we know he's alive. What's Darth Plagueis like? What's canon Darth Plagueis like? We know he exists. We know that he's Palpatine's master, and we know that he craves immortality and that Palpatine killed him in sleep, but they could make a completely different character than Legends, and I'd welcome it, frankly. Yeah. Even though I, I love Legends. Yeah. What would your answer be? My answer would be, I think this is actually a bit different from last time, but my answer would be, I'm not exactly sure about the genre or the topic precisely. But I really, really, really am longing for something set in between the original trilogy movies, you know, in between A New Hope and Empire or in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. We have so many things in between the prequels and the originals in the those 19 years. We've oh, got oh, the, in, so in, much in stuff. Oh, yeah. But you're thinking of in between the original trilogy films. Yeah, like within the original That's the freaking comics, my man. I know that's, that's the comics. I know that's the comics. But look, I yeah. want something on the screen. I think it deserves something yeah. on the screen. And this is not I, a diss. This is not a diss towards the comics in yeah. in any way. There's a lot of amazing Star Wars comics. I'm gonna be honest. Like I I can't keep up with every new comic, every new book. Yeah. That's being released. That's not a knock on them. I don't think yeah. that they are lesser or inferior or less deserving. But. I'm at a time in my life where as much as I love Star Wars, I simply can't keep up with yeah. every single facet of the franchise at all times. But yeah. at the end of the day, I do think that it's a really interesting era. There's so much cool stuff that's that's going on in the comics, especially I think in, in the Legends comics. I think the Legends comics do a really great job of expanding out that era, especially from the rebellions, from that rebellion perspective, you know, the the post kind of post-Yavin endor all that stuff and i really yeah. think that it deserves it deserves like a, a show or a movie or some or a mini series or something i think there's so yeah. many cool things that they could do with that that would be really really fascinating absolutely man i i, I will say this though and, I, and i'm not trying to like criticize you or anything i'm i'm here here's what i'm doing i guess i don't have time to, to read everything either I'm trying to follow for me, and I've been doing this since since Ochi was put in the Vader comics. I'm just Vader Vader comics literally release, and uh, you know they're a few dozen issues in, but they literally release one a month. And I was, and I and I started when it, when it began, and I'm not saying it, it's easy or anything. I'm just saying I uh, like I I would really because I've heard just 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 fantastic things about both the Darth Vader run. I mean I've read the Darth Vader run 
by Greg Pak, the ongoing one right now by Greg Pak, and the, its companion, which is the regular Star Wars comic, which which is written by Charles Soule. Yeah, I've um, read, I've read the Star War the the Charles Soule, Darth Vader one. I I can't remember. There's multiple different Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah, that one's between comic uh, runs. That um, that that that's that one's between New Hope and Empire, and those are fantastic. I'm talking about the current runs they're going on, which are between Empire and Jedi. Um, yeah, and, I'm not and are getting on those. incredibly wacky and weird. Kira is having a a a new important role in it. See, so yeah, yeah, Kira is Kira is having a more important role. Sabe is having a more important role. We're yeah, looking. there's there's great comic storytelling. There's great yeah. comic storytelling. Yeah. And and yeah, I just I just like I, for people who haven't checked out the comics, please do. Like, there's some great storytelling in there. And then speaking of comics and books and other stuff, we're down to my fifth question, right? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about legends. Who are five Ooh. of your favorite legends characters? Oh god. They don't have to be your five favorite legend characters. Just legends characters you want to shout out. Let's actually let's go one by one. So who's your first legends character? First legends character, not in any specific order, not necessarily a top five, yeah. but five that I think yeah. deserve shouting out. Darth Malgus. Ah, uh, yes, Malgus. I was considering him, but Sith I Lord. Yeah. pretty incredible yeah. as, yeah, as a character. Bulky man. Yeah, absolutely. My first one is another Sith Lord, Darth Krait. Oh, um, oh also course, known as Asherad Het. If Jared, the Dark Jedi friend of the show, is and host of the Nerd Academy podcast, is maybe an even bigger fan of Krait than I am, but I'm a huge fan of Krait. He, he has done it all. It's truly an incredible story of Star in Star Wars Legends. Absolutely check out Darth Krait. Uh, absolutely check out the Legacy Comics, which is the, his main villain. Fantastic. Love Krait so much. Yep. Who's your number two? My second pick is going to be Darth Bane. The Darth Bane ah, trilogy. Ah, yes. Darth Bane trilogy is just fantastic reading. Fantastic. Uh, it's it's so it's so great. I didn't put Bane on mine just because I he's already kind of canon, but like absolutely, mine is is the most canon of of any of these five. Dirge, Dirge is canon, mm, but Dirge. he's but he's appeared in a few comics. But what he's done, what he did in Tartakovsky Clone Wars and in the comics is just simply ridiculous. And I love how silly it is. I love Dirge so much. He's a ridiculous bounty hunter, and it's it's just so it's just so great. He's just so great. What? Who's your number three? Nomi Sunrider. Ah, I'll yes, this Nomi Sunrider. Jedi, mom, total badass. Everyone else Absolutely. is going crazy, falling to the dark side. She just puts her head down and gets it done she's freaking awesome yeah absolutely my third one is jedi master kyle katarn from the new jedi Ooh. order fantastic story in the jedi knight series and beyond staple of the new jedi order love this guy the very, very much the han solo of jedi in the new jedi yes, order fantastic absolutely. number four kyle for katarn you as well <laughs> actually so it's gonna segue straight to my number four kyle katarn yeah great character absolute staple of legends characters yeah. of the new jedi order not much more to be said yeah number four for me is not a, i cheated a little bit it's not a character it's a group and that group is the brotherhood of darkness this this the, what the sith had become by the time darth bane came to prominence and he later destroyed them at the battle of Rusin, which is also still true in canon really uh, but i really love the dynamic of of i really just love the dynamic of 
the Sith actually trying to share power and then just constantly sabotaging each other. There's some great characters, Lord yeah. Khan, the, the leader, Ithany, Cordis, Kasim. There are some oh, great gosh. Sith characters. You just, un- I know I just shouted out this book, but you just unlocked so many memories. I know, right? Yeah. Of that, of that Bane book. So, it, it's it's so good fantastic fantastic book really really thrilling most one of the most entertaining star wars books for sure yeah. who's your fifth one my fifth pick mara jade ah uh, yes i knew mara I, jade. I was almost gonna do it yeah I'm, yeah absolutely mara jade has a fantastic story in in legends and I, and I love that stuff i'm gonna do one of her mortal enemies shira ilan kola brie also known as lumaya Dark Lady, oh. of the, yeah, dark. She has a fan, fa- fascinating story stemming from comics, all released all the way back in the late seventies and early eighties. It's incredible. It's it's really she she just has a really interesting story that spans decades and decades and decades, interacting with you know people like Luke and Leia and Han, but also with their children and their grandchildren. That's how that that's how. That that's how much of a legacy this woman leaves. Uh, absolutely crazy story look up all these characters for just some interesting stories yeah absolutely i think that's gonna be it for this episode of star wars in a galaxy we'll be back next week with with friend of the show michael mccoy our friend michael mccoy from all remaining systems we're going to be talking about the first two episodes of star wars droid the animated show also from legends in the meantime you can you can follow us on twitter at in a galaxy pod listen to follow us on instagram at star wars in a galaxy you can listen to us on at on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify wherever you listen to podcasts we will be there if we're not emails sw in a galaxy at gmail.com epic confrontations eight has been posted for a while now go check that out and all of our videos and streams on Star Wars and Galaxy, our YouTube channel. And I think that's it. And leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you can, it really does help with our visibility. And until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. Always.